can, we can connect our YouTube brethren. Just keep on blessing the name of the Lord. We should be online in few in short while. Maro dosi pro camobron de celedista. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, we can connect our YouTube brethren. Just keep on blessing the name of the Lord. All right, we should be online. Yes, we're online now. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name, O God. Blessed be your holy name, O God. Blessed be your holy name, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We honor you. Thank you, Sovereign Lord. Thank you, Sovereign Lord. Thank you, Sovereign Lord. Glorify your holy name, O God, our God and our King. Thank you. In Jesus' holy name, we are worshipped. Wow, I'm, I greet you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are broadcasting to you today, not from London, but from CFT Berlin, Germany. And you are very welcome to the program. Sorry for the short delay. It's because we are transmitting using a broadband that uh, we are not in control of. At the same time, also using a different platform so that we will be able to still meet up with everyone across the globe. I'm sure you will enjoy yourself today. And also this day is a, is a complete test that we are able to move about the whole world in our missionary work into different parts of the world and still connect with every one of you. I'm sure the hand of the Lord is upon us today. Uh, for tonight, we are going to open our Bibles together. Uh, to open this service, we will read together from Psalm 24 with our hands lifted high. Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's. Shall we? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Salah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty, he is the King of glory. Amen. We will read together Psalm 145. Please open your Bibles to Psalm 145. <clears throat> so we read together. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. 
His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your kingdom. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lift up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. We will take our first hymn tonight. Praise the King of Glory.
Yes, all this work shall praise him. We will, I want you to open your Bibles tonight to the book of Psalm 134, verses 1 to 3. It says, Praise the Lord, oh my, praise the Lord, all your servants of the Lord who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the sanctuary and praise the name of the Lord. May the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion. And the second scripture we're going to use for our praise is Psalm 34, verses 1 to 4. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. <clears throat> my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard my voice. Shall we lift up our voices to the Lord and begin to thank God? This is 623 days that we have been praying together and seeking the face of our God. Let's give God thanks for answering us. Let's give God thanks for his mercy. Let's give God thanks for his honor. Let's give God thanks for his praises in our lips. We sought God from January and God answered us. Our God is the God of mercy. He is the God of faithfulness. We sought him. He answered us. For the past 623 days, we have been seeking God on this platform together. And God has been answering us six to three days. It is God who gave us strength to be able to gather together and pray. Come rain, come sunshine. We have been praying and God has been doing miraculous manifestations through this platform across the globe. Let us give God praise. Our King, our Lord, our Maker, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name. We give you thanks. Let's thank God for the, the word of God we are deliberating on today. That even as we go into the word of God today, the Lord will grant us insight. The Lord will grant us refreshing mind. The seed today will fall on the fertile ground that will give back hundredfold in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The evil bird will not be able to pick this one. We thank God for preparing our heart for such a time as this, we give God the praise and honor and glory for his great mercy that he has shown unto us. Thank you, our God and King. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us given. Amen and amen and amen. Well, I want to thank every one of you for making it today. But also, let's, let me say to those of you who uh, probably are just joining us in various parts of the world on the YouTube on free conference call, and on the Zoom that we are broadcasting to you from CFT Germany, where we arrived just a short while ago, and uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, uh, with gladness of heart I can say that you know we are testing this platform for the first time outside the base to see how the platform will will work, and we are very glad that uh, we are able to still communicate and broadcast even from Germany. That tells us that. As we go into our missions next year into various countries in the world, we will still be able to carry on with this prayer line throughout the time, regardless of the nation on earth that we are speaking. 
and we will still be able to uh, maintain our our um uh, uh you know <laughs> as much as we can our professionalism i believe god has a great blessing for you today and i believe very much that you will be mighty transformed we have just read the book of parable of the sower the seed that will be sown today will fall on good ground and it will yield in your life it will transform your life it will totally bring you to the place where god has ordained for you now i will have, want to hand over to pastor tayo who will introduce some people who will give us reflection uh of uh psalm 22 and today we are going into psalm 23 i have reverend omar with me on the corner here and when it's time i'll bring her up to the screen now pastor tayo please please let's make sure that we spend two minutes each one contributing so that we can be very brief and straight to the point god bless you see you shortly pastor tayo please thank you very much apostle greetings from the united kingdom I'd like to um, invite. <laughs> I'd like. I'd like to invite uh, Sister Phenomena to start us off tonight. Sister Phenomena, please unmute your device. Um, good evening, Church. My contribution is from Psalm 22. Psalm 22 is a psalm of David, an messianic psalm in which David foretold the event that we are fulfilled in the life of Jesus. Verse 14 to 15 of Psalm 22 describes the agony Jesus went through. It is his suffering that brings salvation to mankind. Through his suffering, his father was with him all the time. Despite what Jesus said in Mark 15, 34, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And in the end, God glorified him by raising him from the dead, and making a spectacle of Satan and his works. So in life, if we are going through trials and tribulations and walk in the ways of the Lord, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Because he's always faithful, even when we are unfaithful. And he can turn every tragedy into triumph. Jesus even said in John 16:33, In me you may have peace. In the in the world you may have you, you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Jesus is the reason for this season. The birth, crucifixion, and resurrection of Jesus brought joy for mankind. So we should glorify him not only at Christmas or at Easter, but every day of our lives. Even before the world was created, when Jesus was with his father, Jesus had always been glorified by his father. John 17, 5. So we too should do the same at all times. Lessons learned. As the psalmist said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalm 35. And God's grace is always sufficient for us in times of need or trials. Second Corinthians 12, 9. Amen. Amen. Sister Emanuela, please. Um, good evening, Church. Today I'll be deliberating on Psalm 22 from verse 5. It reads, To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. One thing we all know is that life happens. Wherever you are, whoever you, wherever you live, because you are on earth, there are many troubles of this world that will come. And it will come, become very unbearable or seem impossible to get through. The important thing is, however, 
how you deal with that situation. The above scripture helps us to understand that if we cry to God, he will answer. Something I read yesterday, which I found really interesting, is that God will let you walk into uncomfortable situations where all you can do is rely on him. But you shouldn't be anxious because he is about to show you that he's faithful. And it reminds me of First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is ma- common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. One day, you'll look back and be so thankful that it went God's way and not the way you wanted it. So in conclusion, we should learn, we should know that whenever we're going through trials, we should fall back on Christ and he will lead us. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Brother Derek, please. Um, Brother Derek, please unmute your device. Praise the Lord. Amen. My contribution is taken from Psalm 22, verse 1 to 2, which reads, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out to you by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Amen. Mommy Emma told us that the psalmist felt anguish and sadness when he wrote this, as he felt like God abandoned him when he was in distress. But the psalmist would also feel hope later on because of what is said in verses 3 to 4, where it states, Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In your ancestor, in, our, in you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. When going back to the original manuscripts, it is clear that the psalmist was not referring to himself, but to a higher messianic king. This is true because in Matthew 27, verse 46, Jesus states these words on the cross in Aramaic, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. Jesus felt that God had forsaken him because of the utmost pain that he was going through on the cross. The psalmist is evidently close to God as he addresses him, my God. The word my is a possessive word, which shows that the psalmist was very close to God and he believed that he was his God. In conclusion, I would like to say that for anyone who is going through a bad patch in life and thinks God has forsaken them, we must remember that the we must remember that the locust must eat for the grain to be restored. Amen. Amen. Dickness pinball, please. Um, Dickness, um, praise the Lord. I'll move on. Dickness, Anna, please. Good evening. I'm going to take my scripture from my contribution from the same verse that uh, Brother Derek took his from. That's verse 1 and 2, Psalms 22, verse 1 and 2. I'm not going to read it because he's already read it. So I'm just going to go straight to my contribution. So from the above verses, we can see that David felt that God had left him or forgotten him. Having cried out for help day after day and night after night, but received no answers from God, David understandably became restless and in a state of despair having been mocked and scorned by everyone. 
Some of us can relate to how David have, must have felt, particularly in situations where we may have felt that God does not care because he's not responded to our prayers. As Apostle has once told us, we must realize that God, I'm saying this respectfully, is an old man. After all, he is also referred to as the Ancient of Days. As a result, it may take him time to respond. Having said that, we know that no matter how long a situation is lingering, and, sorry, how much a situation is lingering, Though, though through human eyes, it may seem as if it's a long time, which is often as a result of our impatience, God always responds on time. As the saying goes, God's timing is the best. And just to reinforce, just to reinforce what Reverend Omas pointed out last week, though David felt that God had left him, this was far from the truth. God is always near us as long as we remain in him and on the right path. Those such feelings are human responses, understandably. In times of difficulties, the truth is that God will never leave us nor forsake us. And this is a promise. God does not break his promises unjustly. When we're faced with difficulties or unpleasant situations, there are things we must try to remember. One, delay is not denial. Two, though the vision lingers, it will not tarry. Three, God's plan and purpose will always come to pass. Four, sorrow may come for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And five, there's a time for everything. Finally, in times when we are feeling dejected, a feeling as though God is not answering or he's not near us, we must hang on to God's promise, one which Apostle has often referred to time and time again throughout this season, and that is God's plans are of good and not of evil. His plan is to give you a hope and a future. Therefore, irrespective of what you're going through and the journey life is taking you on, know for sure that you will get to the expected end. Thank you. Amen. Pastor Debbie, please. Psalm 22 is a psalm of crying out in desperation for help in times of great suffering. King David faced times of rejection by friends who mocked, scorned, despised, and hurled insult at him during his trial, similar to Jesus' encounter at the crucifixion. Mark 15, 33 to 37. The one that has been his God from his mother's womb was far from him at his hour of desperate need. When King David's heart was overwhelmed with his suffering, he turned to God in continuous prayer until he reclaimed back his joy. The reading of this great Messianic psalm changed to praises to God who never despised the suffering of those who trust and refer his name. Lesson learned. One, every child of God will encounter moments when God seems to be far away or silent. If God went through, if Jesus went through this on the cross, then we are no exception. But at that season, our God is closer than we can ever imagine because he never leaves nor forsake us. The scripture says in Psalm 46 verse 1, our God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. As mom said, Suffering does not exclude anyone, including the anointed. Secondly, our season of desperation should draw us closer to God in prayer and fellowship rather than drawing us away from him. The scripture says in Psalm 61 verse 2, From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows, grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. We derive strength in our intimacy with God and fellowship with other brethren. And thirdly, 
We are to remind God of past victories, either personal victories or victories experienced in others or in Bible days. Our God is the God of the past, present, and future. The more we remind God of past victories, the more our faith is built up. In conclusion, at one point in our lives, we will all feel abandoned, forsaken, rejected, just like Jesus and King David expressed to God in their hour of desperation. We need to know that such experience is just a feeling, not a true reality of our God, who never leave nor forsake the one who loves and trusts him. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I'd like to warmly welcome our mother, Lord, Reverend Omar. Praise the Lord tonight. It's been wonderful to hear from every one of us. Thank God for Jesus. As the Apostle said, we are in Germany, Berlin here, broadcasting. I, one of the ladies that came to pick me up was testifying to me about Psalm 15, what it has done in her life. So that makes me happy. She said she used to borrow people money and she takes great interest on in them. Said from hearing from me from that Psalm 15, she said she went, she told everybody that she borrowed money, no interest, pay me the money back, which is, which is a good testimony tonight, even in Berlin, because she said she watches me and this is what watching me has really done in her life and what God, how God has transformed her, you know, not to take interest, great interest like that, like she used to do. So that's a great testimony. I know we all have testimonies. And with this testimony, I just start with us from Psalm 23. Though a very, very short psalm, but with great impartation. This psalm of David talks about God, the good shepherd. He is the shepherd of shepherds. The Lord, the shepherd of his people. Are you trusting God as your own shepherd that will see you? Make sure from today henceforth, if you have not really been focused on that, trust him as your shepherd. He will lead you through the green pastures, as David has said. Are trusting in God to meet our needs. Sometimes trust him as a good shepherd. The good shepherd care for, for the sheep. And he lead them to the right pasture. God will lead you to the right pasture if you trust him. Hence the book of Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. He says his divine power has given us everything we need for life. And God in it, God the good shepherd, through his divine power, has given to us everything that we need for life and for godliness. Through the, our knowledge of him, we must know him more. I want us to draw attention to focus on Jesus as our good shepherd, who called us by his own glory and goodness. Like I said, though the psalm so short, but indeed it's a powerful psalm. Hence the verse 1 of that psalm, psalm 23 verse 1. David, having confidence in God, said, the Lord is my shepherd. I don't know tonight if he's your shepherd. I will advise that you make him your shepherd. He will guide you. David said, because God is his shepherd, he shall not want. A lot of us quote this psalm. We understand this psalm, some memorize this psalm. It's only quoted when we are going through times or situations of uh, a period in our life that we start to quote it. But it should be a psalm that should continuously stay with us and not leave us. 
So David, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Can I ask us to, to tonight, are you making me your shepherd? Then you will not want of anything. He makes me lie down in green pastures. If you trust him as your, as the, as your, as your shepherd, he will grant you peace all over. He will give you the right food at the right time. He will lead you to where, like we are here tonight. I'm in Berlin. You are in London. Some of people are all over, everywhere. But we're in Nigeria, everywhere, all over the world. But we are lying down in green pastures and we are feeding because it is the good shepherd that has led us to be on this platform tonight. In that verse one, second, uh, verse two, second part of it, he lead me beside quiet waters. God's peace is always around us if we make him our shepherd. He restores my soul. For adventure, you are falling. All things are happening in your life. If you make him the good shepherd, he will not let you go like that. People backslide and for them to come back is difficult. If God is your good shepherd and the devil is driving around you, he will not let you fall. He guides me in the path of righteousness. As the good shepherd, he will always guide you in the path of righteousness. All for his name's sake. You have been looking at the beautiful names of God. You make him your good shepherd. He will do everything. Jehovah Nisi. He will be your banner. Jehovah Shalom will be your peace. Elohim, he will, he will create things around you. Create joy. Create love. Create everything that you need. He said, he guides me in the path of righteousness, all because of his name. Because of his name. Because we will not want his name to be put to shame. Why should people ask us, where is our God? You understand what I'm saying? From that book of uh, Joel, people cannot even ask us, because we have, where is our God? Because we have made him our, our shepherd, and he will oversee us. Joel chapter 2, verse 17b said, why should people say? Why should they say, where is their God? You will not give that space for people to ask you, where is your God? Things will be moving on for you as he has ordained it. Even though there are some things that moves on for us as he has ordained it, but we have to go through it to learn some lessons. He's with us always. No matter what we are going through, his presence is all there with us. Hence that verse 4. So it is so short, only six verses. That verse 4 says, even though I walk, he is with us always, as I said, no matter what we are going through. Hence that verse 4, David was able to say that even though I walk, an expression of confidence and trust, knowing fully well that God is always with, with him. He has confidence. He has trust. He trusted in God. And he said, even though, can we say that? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there are things that have become sad valley of the shadow of death to us. Some the sickness, some uh, 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 mourning, some lots of things that have made us to go through the valley of the shadow of death. I said to someone when I was counseling this person that gave back, it's a psalm that I read when, I, when, when, when I'm in labor. Because I know labor is another type of shadow of death. Not shouting. Oh, my head, ah, it's painful. No, 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 no. I concentrate on God. I have my confidence in God. And I read this psalm. Suddenly within me, Lord, you have promised me that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Only because of one thing, 
that because you are always with me, your word is in, my, in, in me. This is your rod and your staff. They will always protect and guide me. And I always speak this psalm to the Lord all the time in labor. And occasionally when, 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 when the Spirit guides me to, to, to read through this psalm. Therefore, you are with me. And he said, your rod and your staff. That is the word of God stands as the rod. The word of God stands as the staff. This was what Moses was able to use to divide the Red Sea asunder. When the Lord said, stretch that rod, and he stretched the rod, things happened immediately. And the children of Israel were able to walk on dry ground. He said, your word, that is the word of God. That is why we are studying the word of God. When the word of God dwells richly in us, then we enjoy the peace, like David enjoyed the peace here, the peace of God. Say, they comfort me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. If you are thirsty, just tell the Lord to anoint you with his oil, with his fresh oil. Holy Spirit is there, and the Holy Spirit enables us to have greater understanding, to understand the word of God as we read it. Surely, there's another assurance in that, that ends this verse. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I want us to speak this psalm. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We're putting, putting our confidence in the Lord. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Ah, someone put, was, was trying to share something with us. I know Apostle, we allowed that person from Shiloh Pillar on Tuesday about the house of the Lord. I'm not going to deviate it, but by the grace of God, if God gives Apostle the enablement, he will allow this woman to share about the house of the Lord. None of us will like to stay at home anymore. None of us will be full of excuses. We'll be able to leave pressure behind to actually do what this psalmist in that verse is. Where say, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Anyone that wants the goodness of the Lord and the, 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 the mercy of the Lord to follow him or her all the days of their life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. You must make sure that your feet is not shaking. You must always love to be in the house of God. You must always love to fellowship. This is one of the things that David is bringing to us in this Psalm verse 6. And uh, this verse 6 ends this Psalm 23. But there's something I want to say about this Psalm, that David wrote this Psalm, and he related it to his life as a shepherd boy. David was always there as a shepherd boy when the lead shepherd is shepherding. Like a lot of us under the uh, uh, shepherding of uh, Apostle Williams and myself, we are also shepherding in our own way. Some of us are assigned to do various works. That's what David was doing. But when he was assigned to, to assist in assisting capacity as a shepherd boy, he was actually learning. So God has put you in position as deacon, deaconesses. God put you in position to learn. Elders, pastors, so we have pastors of pastors, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. And, that, and he is leading the church under the leadership of Apostle Williams. And I'm following. And a lot of pastors are under us as well. And you must follow. That is, the, that is when you'll be able to experience the goodness and the mercy of God. Doing the work as the Lord has ordained it and as he has put it in the heart of the, of the, of the shepherd that is shepherding over us under the great shepherd, which is God. 
It's the psalm of David, it relates, which relates to his life as a shepherd boy. A psalm known to everyone or many. It is also a, as com a common and most popular psalm that will relate to it at all times. When people are in any difficulties or problems, it's a pity that this is when people relate to this psalm. When they are in trouble, when they are in problem, God is my shepherd, I shall know what. He made me to lie down and grip and so. Even when they are saying it, they are just saying to the atmosphere. It's not genuine. It, they don't, it's not, there is no confidence in it. They are just partially believing. So, but there is an, I want us to have an understanding tonight that when you read this psalm, you must read it with understanding as well. Let it hold water in your life. Let it do great. Let, let, let there be results. Because you can read this psalm and nothing will happen to you. David was actually reading that relating to God, the way God, ought to, the, the way God is to him. It is also common and most popular psalm that people relate to it and they read at all times. Especially when people are in difficulties or in problems. Let us not wait until we are in problems or in difficulties before we relate with this psalm. In this psalm, David likened himself to a sheep under God's fold. That is verse 1. He sang and expressed in this psalm that the Lord is his shepherd and he shall not want or lack anything. Can you relate with God the same way and tell him that he's your shepherd? Because he's your shepherd, you put your confidence in him and then you are confident that you shall not want or lack anything. David understands and assured himself that the Lord is his shepherd. Being and having the same experience as a shepherd boy who understands and appreciates the work of a shepherd. He appreciates the work of the chief shepherd. He knows how the chief shepherd becomes a gate. He knows how the chief shepherd leads the people, lead the sheep, provide food for them, lead them beside quiet waters, give them the enough, more than enough that they need. So he was able to relate with God that God, though I'm little, little David here, but look at what the experience that I have as a shepherd boy, with the shepherd that I can see in my day-to-day -day activities. This is also a psalm that is read by both believers and non-believers alike. People just read this psalm that I tell you when they find themselves in one trouble or something is happening in the office, they, they, they're at the point of wondering, ah, that's the time you go and read this psalm in the toilet. This is my shepherd. I shall know one. No, but let it be your lifestyle to make God your shepherd and then he'll be able to let you know to want. David shared his experience as a shepherd boy who appreciates and understands the duties of a shepherd. We are made to understand when I start to do some research on that word by some theologians that the shepherd in Israel leads while flocks follows. As a shepherd, we ought to lead. God, as, the, as a shepherd, lead the sheep, lead us the church. And we look at him to, 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 to move. Unlike in other nations, that is in some other cultures, according to theologians, that the shepherd comes after or behind the sheep. I've also experienced this in the, one of the African nations, when the shepherd will be at the back of the sheep and will just, the sheep will be just messing around on the roads and everything. No, but in, uh, in the case of uh, God, our shepherd, he leads the flock and we have to follow. He shows us the example. That's why if you are put in position as a leader, we must lead 
as Jesus is leading the church. We must not mislead the church. Unlike in other nations or culture, that the shepherd comes after or behind the sheep. This is very dangerous. Should the enemy strike? Should the enemy strike the sheep? So we must lead uh, the, uh, uh, the sheep. We must not stay behind and let them do anything that they want to do. They, they become vulnerable to, to animals like wolves and, wolves and the rest of them. David made us to understand that God has the best for us because we are his sheep. So paraventure there is, there is danger when the enemy wants to strike. God will fight the battle first. Psalm 141, but I cannot but keep on referring to it. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my finger for battle. God fights the battle for us and we come to enjoy the plow, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the results of the, of the battle that he has fought. There are some unknown battles that God is fighting for us because he's the lead shepherd and he's always leading us. Through the path of righteousness, all for his name's sake, all the time. God provides for our physical, God provides for our mental, God provides for our spiritual well-being. Hence that book of John chapter 10, verse 7 to 18. And one of the Psalms also said, that, towards the end of said, he leads us through the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He assured us that though we walk through the valley, of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. And what does that John chapter 10 verse 7 say? Therefore Jesus said again, I tell you the truth. Jesus is always telling the truth, saying the truth. I am the gate. John 10 7. For the sheep. Jesus is the gate for the sheep. Jesus is the one that protects the sheep. Jesus is the one that stands at the gate. When the, the, the gate is supposed to be locked, we lock the gate. When the gate is supposed to be opened, we open the gate and lead the sheep out. He is the gate. That is, we are well secured if Jesus is our gate. And protected by him, by Jesus, the great shepherd, who John wrote here that, who told, tell about him that he, Jesus, is the gate. The great shepherd, which means that his security is tied. He's the great, great shepherd. He's the great, great, great shepherd becomes our gate. His security will be very tight. Let us make him our great shepherd tonight. You see that we tighten up every security all around us. If we can make Jesus our shepherd, we can never lack any good thing. That's what Psalm 1 was telling us. If Jesus is a shepherd, like David was sure and sure that Jesus is the shepherd. He said, I shall not want. So let's make Jesus our shepherd. Let him be our gate so that the security will be tight. John chapter 10 from that verse 9 to 18. He mentioned again, he said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. In that verse, he said, therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. In verse 9, he said, I am the gate. 
Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. When we make Jesus the great shepherd, our shepherd, the gate is secured. Make him our gate. We are secured. We are saved. We come. We will come in safely and we go out safely, and we find pasture. Are you trusting God for a miracle in your life? Make him your shepherd, and it shall be well with him. Verse ten says that the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. These are what the devil has come to do in our life. So destroy us, to destroy our life, steal from us, kill us in various ways, and destroy us. But Jesus said, "I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, that is, have it in abundance." Jesus. Is the gate. I'm the gate. Whoever enters me. Since we enter Jesus through the gate, Jesus, we have been saved. Enter salvation. Verse 11 says, I am the good shepherd. Underline that word, good, adjective that qualifies him to be as a shepherd. Good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. As shepherds in agrarian homes, in our various churches, and we lay our life down for the sheep. David was also able to experience during his life as a shepherd boy. That was four, 12 explains it all. John 10, verse 12. He said, The hired hand is not the shepherd. Who owns the sheep? Hired hand. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep. And runs away. They will not be hired hands in the name of Jesus. When work is becoming difficult in the church because you are assigned to do the work, you run away. But apostle cannot run away. Mamma cannot run away. In the midst of confusion, our bones are stronger. We depend on Jesus, the good shepherd, and will come and help us. Do we run away when things still seem difficult in the church? Or we just leave it there, it's apostles' business. No, we must face it. That was explaining because of David's experience. We said, the hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. They are just there to earn salary. They are just there to earn praise. They are just there to not to think of the sheep. Tonight we are broadcasting from uh, Berlin, but we have to do the work. Amen. Hence, coming from the flight, the little bit of rest, we have to get ourselves back there. Let us not be like hired hands. You are dead deaconess, you are dead deacon, you are dead pastors, ordained elders. Are you doing the work like a hired hand? Or you are doing it depending on the good shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, they, do, they cannot take a danger. He abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolves attack the flock and scatter it. They will not be hired hand in, the, in our positions in the name of Jesus. What am I talking about? Taking the work of God more seriously. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. So the sheep are, 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 are in danger with hired hands. 
may we not be hired hands in the work that God has called us or in the ministry that God has assigned to us. But they keep on talking about him being the good shepherd. Hence that verse 14 of John 10. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Do you know God? Because Jesus said here, he's a good shepherd. He knows his sheep. And his sheep know him. As a sheep, do we know him? If we know him, we will love him. And we follow him wholeheartedly and be fully committed to him. Hence that John 21, 15 to 19. When they had finished eating on this occasion, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than this? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus replied, feed my sheep. Are you higher hand? Are you doing the work the way you want to do it or the way God has ordained the work to be done? He said, make sure that you feed my, my sheep or feed my lamb. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Look at those powerful words, feed my sheep if you love me. That is reflect me to many that are still in this world. Take care of my sheep. Make sure that you take care of them. You don't talk against them. You don't talk against them. Say, take care of my sheep. Are you hired hands? God is telling me to take care of the sheep. Ordained elders, pastors. Take care of the sheep. Don't leave it. Be the errands and the all that will lift up the hand of the man and the woman of God in the house to do great work. But if you see yourself as hired hand, that's why you, you do like I don't care attitude. May such attitude not rule our lives. Hired hand will always abandon the sheep. Eh, is it my job? They argue hired hands. May we not be hired hands tonight. In the name of Jesus. Hired hands. As wives, hired hands, as husband, and that's your business. They divide work in the house, and the and the sheep suffer, the children suffer, because they, 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 instead of sharing responsibility together, they keep on assigning work. That's not my work. This is your work. You pay that money. You do this. I don't have, and they will never have. Would that not be our portion? Hired hands, they run shy away from their responsibility. They will not be hired hands in the name of Jesus. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He answered, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said, this will indicate and lead you. Jesus said this to indicate, no, no, no. Can I go back to that verse? I tell you the truth. 
when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter will glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Verse 15 of that song just said, Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay my life for the sheep, I have other sheep that are not in this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. May God help us so that we can follow this guideline, that guideline principle that God has given to us, even from that day. John 10, 15. Say, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, the other sheep that are not one of these sheep fed, I must bring them also. Jesus is ready to address more souls in the kingdom. They too will listen to my voice, and they will be one flock and one sheep. God is blessing the church. Let's be ready to roll up our sleeves and work. We are not hired hands. We are hired by the Most High God and is the one that is paying our wages. We will not be found wanting when we come back again. The reason my father loves me is that I lay, my, I lay down my life only to take it up again. May that not be us in the name of Jesus. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. And can I stand more on that verse 4 again? He said, even though I walk, said to us expression of confidence and trust, knowing fully well that God is always with us, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, are you walking through the valley of the shadow of death at this time? Have you just had a bad news or a news about something that has happened to you and it has really shaken you and brought you so low? Let's follow David's uh, 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 character. He said, even though I walk, maybe the doctor has given you a bad report and it seems you are now on the... Uh, through walking through the valley of the shadow of death. God's advice for you is that you must not fear no evil. Only when we allow his, his rod and his staff to protect and guide us all the time. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. May the rod of God and his staff comfort us. That verse 5 again says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. All what the enemy will want to do, I read to you in that book of John chapter 10 verse 10, to kill, steal, and destroy you. But remember the anointing that you have received. Say, so you anointed my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Be well assured that surely goodness will always follow you. Mercy will always follow you. All these remaining days of your life, and you will always dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. In conclusion tonight, 
I want us to look back to this psalm and let us appreciate all what David expressed in that psalm. Expressed the divine protection over his life, over our life, and trust in him. First of all, let us appreciate God's divine protection. Because sometimes we just sleep and wake up, we think it's so easy like that. Some people do not sleep like that and they wake up. He said, uh, let us appreciate another thing. Words that comfort us by committing ourselves to the reading of his holy words daily. Someone was sharing with me with this uh, holy Bible reading, how it has blessed her, how it has done great and mighty things. So let's commit ourselves to the word daily reading. Let us appreciate God as well for, for helping us to walk the walk of faith through his word. Let us appreciate God for anointing our head with oil that is pouring over our lives and our daily portion on choice food, both physically and spiritually, and give thanks on a regular basis. Ezekiel chapter 3, Ezekiel chapter 3, 1 to 3. Then, uh, then verse 5 of that, uh, of that psalm again, anointed our head with oil, a cup runs over. And assured, let us appreciate God's assurance, goodness, and mercy that is with us for a lifetime. All the days of our lives, as we continue to love him, walk in his truth, and dwell in his presence. Psalm 26, 3 to 9 says, For your love is ever before me, and I walk continually in your truth. May you walk continually in his truth and his love will forever be with us. Hallelujah. Another thing that he says in that psalm as well, I do not seek to deceitful men, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I abhor, I don't, uh, uh, I hate the assembly of evil doers. These are the people that rest in the goodness of the Lord and refuse to sit with the wicked. And this can be likening to someone as well. I wash my hands in innocence and go about your altar, O Lord, proclaiming aloud your praise and telling of all your wonderful works. I love the house where you live, O Lord, the place where your glory dwells. I rest my case here tonight. But I have some prayer, one of the prayer points, maybe I'm supposed to do to help us in this. Help me to be obedient sheep as a good shepherd. Help me to be obedient sheep that is loyal to your word and not follow the voice of strangers. John chapter 10, 1 to 7. I rest my case here and uh, I leave it, I pass it on to Apostle. Let me just, well, I'll put a note here. Let us follow the leading of the Good Shepherd as we round up this year, 2021, into the new year, 2022. It shall be well with us. Amen. Amen. When next we meet, we'll be looking at Psalm 24. Amen and amen. We want to sit here. Okay.
Well, can we just lift up our voice and, yes, and pray together that prayer point that yes, let's yes, thank yes, God yes, for yes, the spirit yes. of Christ in us. Yes, Lord. And let's yes, thank yes, God yes. because Jesus is our good shepherd. Yes, Lord. Give yes. God the praise and honor shepherd and glory. Of shepherd, we thank you. Thank God. The good shepherd that looks after the Thank God. We bless you. Thank God for the privilege of being Thank you for your one of the sheep of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the confidence that Thank we have. Thank God for the Holy Spirit Thank of you for God the that lives that in you. Lord, we give you praise. Thank God for the mercy Lord, the of God that has been expended upon us. Thank you for being our shepherd. In the book of Isaiah, it says that whether that. you go, you will hear thank behind you, you the Jesus. voice that we say, this thank is the you, way. Thank you, thank you, thank and you. that is the voice of the Holy thank Spirit. Thank you for the way you have dealt with us. In John 14, Jesus says, when I go, I will send you the comforter. And it will reveal to you all things. Father, we thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit. Let's thank Jesus, the chief shepherd. Said, we glorify we the, the valley of the shadow of death. Always with us. We will fear no evil, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise Father, and honor help us not to be only hiring hands, we Lord. Thank you. We that thank you run we away thank when you. the wolves start to attack us. We thank you. Lord, at this time, I commit Blessed everyone that is ordained in different capacity in the church into your hands, Lord Jesus. Help them, Lord Jesus, as hired hands. Not to run away from their responsibilities. Holy Spirit, help us in everything that we do. In the name of Jesus, we release ourselves to you, thank Lord. You, Father, we God. thank you for assisting us in every way. Thank you for letting Jesus our cup run over. You, thank you, thank you. Anointing our head with oil mm. and our cup is running over. Thank you, thank you for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon thank our lives. You, thank you because our lives will not remain Bless the same. As we continue to rest on yes, you and trust God. in you, our good shepherd, Lord Jesus. You, you will Lord. direct us through the valley of the shadow thank of death. You, we will fear no evil. Your rod and your staff will continue to guide us. Father, may your name be glorified. I speak your goodness. I speak your mercy. Shall follow every one of us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we worship. Amen. As a tile, please. Thank you very much, Apostle. I would like to invite Dickiness Tamara to lead us in, a, in, in prayers. Dickiness, please unmute your device. Oops, I'm sorry. Dickiness Tamara, please. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to take my prayer from Luke chapter 7. And I'm going to start from verse 19. It said, John called two of his disciples and sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the Messiah, or should we look for someone else? So the men came to Jesus and said, John the Baptist sent us to ask you, Are you the Messiah, or should we look for someone else? At that very hour, Jesus healed many people of sickness and infirmities and evil spirits. He gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to them, Go and tell John about everything you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news preached to them. Blessed is he who does not take offense at me. I want us to thank the Lord that as we go into the year of the, the glorious year of the saints, that we will manifest in our calling. Jesus, you don't have to tell stories. He practically fulfilled what he was created to do. 
and then they knew he was the Messiah. So as we go, even though we are now in our glorious year of December, I want to thank the Lord that as situation arise, Father, that we will manifest what you have put in us. We've been fed here every day with the word of God. We've prayed. We have everything that we need to manifest Christ. The Bible says creation is waiting for the sons of God to manifest. I want to thank the Lord that in this season, we are going to manifest. Let us begin to pray in Jesus' name. Our Father, our God, and our King, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Father, for the privilege to always spend time at your table to be fed. We thank you, our good shepherd, because you will lead us. We thank you, our Lord and our King, for the times we've spent in prayer. Our spirits have been built up. And we know our God and our King as we go ahead into the glorious year of the saints. As children of Christ, Father, as followers of Christ, that we will do what Jesus Christ did. Where situation occur or arise, Father Lord, we will not tell stories of who we are. My God and my King, we will manifest the very purpose for which you created us. In the mighty name of Jesus. For the Bible says everything we need for life and godliness have been given unto us. So Lord, we thank you, Father. As we go, oh God, from now henceforth, Jehovah, we will manifest your glory. We will manifest your power. We will manifest your grace in the mighty name of Jesus. For the Bible says they that know their God shall be strong and they will do exploit. Father, Lord, in this season, we will do exploit for your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, that the word you've put in our spirit will not fall to the ground. My God and my King, we will not tell stories. My Father, my Lord, and my God, through us, Lord, you will heal the sick. Through us, Lord, you will raise the dead. Through us, Lord, you will wrought great signs and wonders that your renown will be known all over the earth. In the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we thank you because we know you will do this. We thank you, Father Lord, for it's our time to manifest as your sons and your daughters. In the name of Jesus, you are a shepherd, oh God. We are your sheep and we will be led by you. We will hearken unto the voice of the Spirit. Everything that causes fear, Lord, we curse the night because you are not afraid. We are children of the Most High God. We will not be afraid, oh God. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We exalt your holy name because Almighty Father, Lord, you will move through us, oh God, like never before in the mighty name of Jesus. For you will pour out your Spirit upon all flesh. You said, oh God, that your sons and daughters will prophesy. Father, in this season, we will prophesy. In this season, Lord, we will dream dreams. In this season, Father, Lord, we will be Christ upon the face of the earth because this is what the world needs right now, that in darkness, Lord, our light will shine. And we thank you, Lord, because you will do it for us to the glory and to the praise of your holy name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Dikina Salo Ashola, please. Good evening, brethren. God bless. Um, I'd like to take my prayer point from the book of Lamentations, chapter 3. And I'll read from verse 19 to verse 24. The Bible says from verse 19, I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them. And my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because the Lord's great love, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. I want us to just appreciate God and thank him again 
for all that he has done in this year, 2021. I tell you, if we praise him every second of every minute of every day till the end of this year, we still will not be able to scrape the surface. God has been merciful. He has been faithful. He has been awesome. He has been excellent. God has done things that we don't even imagine. There are some, there are some, there are some deliverance that God has delivered us from situations and circumstances that God has delivered us from that we don't even know of. I remember many a time Apostle used to raise this prayer point that look, pray for the sickness that you don't even know will happen to you. That God will heal you from that sickness that has not even come, that has not even manifested. And God has done it. There are many prayers, awesome prayers, prophetic words that God has given us in this year. I always remember the prophetic word of the tinkling bell. The, the tinkling bell, the sound of rejoicing, the sound of celebration, the eye of the eagle. Let's open our mouth now again. Let's just remember where we are coming from, our wandering, our afflictions, all the things that we have passed through, the travail, the triumph. And let's just begin, allow your soul to begin to thank God again for 2021. Father, we bless you. King of kings and Lord of lords, if every hair on our head was a tongue, oh God, and every tongue was open up, oh God of heaven, to praise you. Father, still we will not be able to praise you enough. We will not be able to thank you enough. Our rock, our shepherd, our help, our hope. Father, I want to know where God again, how you are, how you are the one, oh God, that is our shepherd, the one that leads and protects and guides us. Almighty God of heaven, we come before you again as a church, Father, as families, as individuals, to just appreciate you again, O God of heaven, for 2021. Thank you, my King and my God, Father, for the highs, the lows, the trials, the triumphs. Thank you, Father, for every storm, O God of heaven, that you took us through. Thank you, my God and my King, for the mountains, for the fire for the rough places, for the smooth roads. Thank you, my God, and my King, for hearing our weeping, our crying, our celebration, our joys. So, my oh God of heaven, Father, we just want to thank you. Lord God of heaven, we look back, not just on this year, but Father, to this, to, to this platform where we started this praise and praying, oh God of heaven, 623 days later, we're still there. It is not by power, it is not by might. It is not because of who we are, what we have done. It is merely your mercy. Father God, your great faithfulness. Oh God of heaven, your loving kindness, your compassion. They are made new every morning. Tonight, oh God, again, Father, we stand to celebrate oh God, all that you have done in our life. We have come, your people have come again to say thank you, God of heaven. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for love. Thank you for strength. Thank you, God of heaven, for your presence. Thank you for your awesome grace. Thank you for your beauty. Thank you for your loving kindness. Oh God of heaven. Father, God of heaven, even when our soul was downcast, yet we call you to mind and we have hope. Father, King of glory, thank you because you have not left us, oh God, Father, without hope. You have not left us without the word. You have not left us without direction. You have not left us without unction. You have not left us, oh God of heaven, without some sort of light in our lives. Thank you for the man of God that stands upon the people to teach us on a daily basis. Father, God of heaven, you have not left your people helpless and hopeless. Lord, tonight we appreciate you again. We thank you. Because we know indeed we serve a living God. We serve an awesome God. We serve a mighty God. A God that loves us. A God that trusts us. A God that, that wants to keep us even in the arm of in the under the child of his wings. Father, tonight we say, God of heaven, blessed be your name. Thank you once again for all that you have done and continue to do. Thank you because the sound of praises and rejoicing shall never leave our lips. Thank you because on a daily basis, Father, we will remember to come before you, to praise you and thank you for all that you have done, for all that you will yet do. Father, we give you all the glory. We say, take the adoration, praise, dominion, power, and majesty, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen.
Pastor Charles, please. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, God. Uh, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, thank God. Um, my scripture reading is coming from Zachariah 5. I just read the 1 to 4. It said, I look again, and there before me was a flying scroll. He asked me, what do you see? I answered, I see flying scroll. 20 cubits long, and then 10 cubits wide. And he said to me, this is the cause that is going out over the whole land. For according to what it says on our side, every thief will be banished. And according to what it says on the other, everyone who swears falsely will be banished. The Lord Almighty declared, I will send it out and it will enter the house of the thief and the house of anyone who swears falsely by my name. It will remain in that house and destroy it completely, both its timbers and its stones. I just want to relate this so chapter 2 verse 5, which you say, uh, uh, Zechariah 5, uh, 2 5 says, And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord. We have read that in the previous uh, time. <clears throat> Sorry. I say, what I want us to pray about Tonight is from January to now, to date, God has been in control. No matter what happened, but he has been in control. And there are five areas I want us to pray about and to thank God about. There have been near, near misses. For some of us, there have been near misses. For some of us, there have been quite a lot of trouble and other things around us. But I want us to thank God, one, for his presence, two, for his protection, three, for his provision, four, for his preservation, and five, for his peace. Even as we have just gone through the Bible study, we, we, these things were just confirmation of things I have highlighted earlier and has been confirmed in the, in, the, in the psalm. So let us pray for God. God has been controlled. His presence has been in control. He has been controlled in all our circumstances, in our tribulation, in our trials. God has always been in our, our presence has always been assured. Let's talk. Father, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Father, from January to date, Lord, your presence has always been with us. We have always been assured of your presence. In spite of difficulties, Father, your presence has been with us. We thank you and we bless you for that. Father, you have protected us. Lord, does not mean that we have not gone through trials. But in the midst of those trials, Father, you have protected us. Father, you have taken us through this pandemic. We thank you and we bless you. Even when it is hanging around us, Father, we are sure of your protection. We thank you. We bless you, Lord Jesus. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Thank you, Father. You have made provision for every family CFT. Father, we have not gone to bed hungry. Lord, we ask God and we thank you because you have been in control. You have been in control in the, in the, in the, in the means of provision, Father. You have provided for the families, for our children, they have gone to school. Father, we thank you. We have, you have provided jobs for people. You have elevated people in their workplaces. Lord, we thank you. You have been in control. 
Never mind, Lord, some have been getting difficulties in their workplaces, but Lord, you have been controlled. Also, Father, we thank you because you have preserved our life. We thank you for the gift of life. Father, we thank you that we are alive and praising you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Father, no matter how sick people have been, no matter how difficult things have happened, but Lord, you have preserved our life. We thank you. Lord, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of all the, the turbulence around us, you have given us your peace. We thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Father, you have been controlled. Your peace, that which you gave, no word, the world cannot give, the world cannot take. That has been with us. We thank you. We bless you, Lord Father. Lord, you, you know your creation. Father, you know the, the, the dimension of your creation. So therefore, everything about the world, Father, you know about it. Even as you, you, you are doing the measurement, Lord Father, you want to know what is happening around us. Lord Father, we thank you, Lord, around us. In CFT, everywhere globally, Lord Jesus, you have taken care of us. We thank you. You have been in control. Thank you because you are faithful God. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. But in Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Pastor Sidney, please. And I want to read um, Psalm 78, verse 2 2 to 4. Say, I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old, things we have heard and known, things our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. We want to thank God for our youths. We want to thank God for the next generation. In some areas, they say when the young ones are successful, they forget the Lord. But that is not with the youth of Christ's faith tabernacle. In Psalm 9, verse 19 and 20, when Jesus asked the, the disciples, who do people say I am? They say, some say old prophets, some say Elijah. They say, who, you yourself, who do you say I am? Peter said, you are the Messiah. But we want to thank God that our youths, not only the God that was introduced to them, they know God for themselves. They know the Lord. They have experienced the Lord. We want to thank God for their lives. That they go, because when they know this God, it's not what oh, is introduced to them. It's not introduced to them, but they know them personally. We want to thank God for the youth. We want to thank, thank God for their successes, for they know the Lord and embrace the Lord. They practice the Lord. They walk with the Lord. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and bless your name for our next generation. We thank you for our youths. We thank you for their successes. Above all, we thank you, God, for because they know you. They know you and know the power of your resurrection. Because as they know you, nothing can be taken away from them. Father, we thank you, God, for the fellowship of the younger generation. The next generation, what they have done, we give you all the glory and praise. Thank you, Lord, for their lives, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, for knowing you. Lord, we bless and glorify your name, O oh God. Because when we know you, nobody can deceive us. Father, we glorify your name, O oh God, for open our eyes, open our mind to understand who you are, to know you, O oh God, to know the parables, to know the things of God. Father, we bless your name, O oh God, because we know that going places. Lord, we glorify your name, O oh God. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. I like to hand back over to Apostle, sir. Amen. Amen. I want us to still on that premise. The, the prayer that Pastor just led us, I will, we will go back to it, and then I will, we're going to uh, pray from the Psalm uh, 23 that was taught, and then I have one more prayer point. The promise that God gave to us as a church in January, one of the promises. Now, the book of Psalm, what Pastor just said now, we were saying it when we, get, when we got to Berlin, I mean, one of the very young kids who was a baby the last time I came, he's now grown up, you know, came to, to welcome us. And I was so glad. He was so happy. He ran, he jumped over us. And I was asking him about his brothers. And everybody, all those kids who were young in the church, you know, who at the beginning, they tried to play drum, they tried to play guitar, they tried to, because we didn't have anyone to do it. And these children were taught and were encouraged to give their service to God. They are now playing with high skill. If you look at it, the same thing in, in all church or all CFT branches global. The Bible says in Psalm 102 verse 28, the children of your servant will live in your presence. God had done it. Our children live in his presence. Their descendant will be established before you. As pastor has said, we cannot overthink God. There are many places where the youth grow and they disappear into the world. It's not so with Christ with tabernacle. Everyone that God has given to us, the Lord has raised them up, established them in His presence. Let's thank God for that scripture. 102 Psalm verse 28. The children of your servants will live in your presence. Let's thank God that our children live in the presence of the Lord. Our children live in the presence of our God. And Satan is not able to take any one of them. Our descendants have been established before God forever. Oh God, our King, we thank you, Lord. We bless you. We have about six, seven generations now down the line that we can talk about very, very affirmatively. They will be, they, they are, their chant is for the Lord. Their heart is for the Lord. They are experiencing encounters that we experience. Some of them have seen the Lord. Some of them encounter trance. Some of them are hearing the words of God more audibly. Some of them, you know, have visions and revelations, directions, instructions that God gives them to the church. And so we bless the Lord. In the nations of the world today, that Satan is, is, is turning the heart of the young ones against the Lord. It's not so with CFT. God has established our generation, our descendants, have been established in the presence of the Lord. We give you the praise and honor and glory. We magnify your holy name, Jehovah. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Now, open your Bibles to the Psalm 23. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. We're going to thank God for these scriptures. I want to listen to it very much again. The Lord is my shepherd. If the Lord had not been the one shepherd in CFT, you know, you have something, a distinction pastor that Paul, uh, spoke about in his prayer. You know, we pass through storms in this church, but our church is not moved. Some churches pass through storms and the church is shut down completely. They are closed down completely. When Satan will raise rebellion in some churches, that will be the end of those churches. A number of churches... And many, many visioners that God raised and sent them, 
Because they became a victim of wolves, division was destroyed. Not so in CFT Church. Not so in CFT Church. The Lord has been our shepherd. He is still our shepherd. And that's why we do not want. Lift up your voice and to thank God for being your shepherd. The one who had guided us, who led us beside the still waters. The one who makes us like down green pastures. The one who leads us beside the still waters. Give him praise. Every one of us have testimonies about this this year. For this year, we thank you. You led us beside the still waters. You led us, you made us to lie down green pastures. When there is need all over the place, there is provision in CFT. God is storing our soul. He guides our path in righteousness for his name's sake. Even the younger ones, even the babies among us, those who are five, six, ten, God guides their heart in the path of righteousness. We saw our children in primary school, very young ones, or in nursery school, telling their mates that this is not right. God does not like this. Our babies. God directs us by righteousness, for his name's sake. Even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, every one of us who have passed through various valleys, this year, remember how God rescued you. When Satan cornered you and thought your life is over, when the devil entered into human beings to gang up against you, there is a God in heaven who came up to your rescue in the, at the last minute. Come on, give him praise. He restores our soul. He got us in part of... He, he, even when we walk through the battle of shadow of death, he's the one who gave us faith that we did not fear any evil. No, our story did not, did not end up in Satan's celebration. Satan was put to shame by God. When sickness unites and attacks our bodies, the blood of Jesus raised a standard and destroyed the shame of sickness. Let us give God the praise. Nobody died of COVID in Christ's tabernacle. A few who are frontline workers who got it was healed instantly. Give God the praise who is glorious. People who are gathered against our members in offices did not extinguish their livelihood. Our members who had a position in their office ended up being promoted. Is it not God? When we pass through the valley of the shadow of death, the womb that was said to be barren for life was, was open in this year, gave birth in this year. We give God the praise. We fear no evil because the Lord is being with us. He's our rod in our, our staff. He's our rod in our staff. The word of God He gave us to read daily had transformed us, had directed us, has comforted us, has changed our lives, like Pastor Debbie said yesterday. It changed our life. The word we read daily in CFT is changing us gradually to become like Jesus every day. Every day. Satan hates that. The devil doesn't like that. But that is what it is. Oh, God prepared table before us in the presence of our enemies. Where the devil thought we will fail, we pass exceedingly. Where the devil thought is over, we just began. Where the devil thought that he had destroyed, life just came. Where the devil thought we shall be put to shame, we were celebrated. His rod and his staff, they covered us. His presence, his presence, his presence. God anointed our head with oil in the presence of the devil. He, those who said that we will not go beyond, we are now ruling over them. Why don't you give God the praise and honor? Where the devil said to us, it's impossible, God made a way. He turned our desert into pools of water. He brought life out of deadness for us. Let us sing praise to his name. He prepared table before us in the presence of all our enemies. 
He anointed our head with oil. He anointed us in this time. That anointing is real. He anointed us. We can hear the voice of God clearly. We can see visions. We can see trance. Lift up your voice and give God the praise who lives forever and ever. And surely goodness and mercy is following us. All the days of our life. <laughs> we will dwell in the house of the Lord our God forever. We will dwell in the house of our God our King forever. We exalt and magnify your name of God. We celebrate you Jehovah. In Jesus holy and anointed name. We have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen and amen and amen. Now the last prayer I want us to pray is, I, rem- I know that you will remember this when I tell you. Uh, you remember in, the, in, in January, uh, the Lord spoke to us with, from January to, to March in Scripture. And there, every, every church, uh, for, uh, church meeting I went in, you know, all the branches, this is the Scripture I gave them in January. He said, that is Revelation chapter 3, verse 7, open it. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia writes, <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> These are the words of him who is holy and true. This is what God started the year with us. After giving us Psalm 60, this is the next scripture. Who holds the keys of David? You remember? What he opens, no one can shut. And what is short, no one can open. Did you remember God said that to you in January? Look at the next verse. It said, I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door <laughs> that no one can shut. I know you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. This is what God told us. Has he not opened doors? Has God not opened doors for you? Has God not fulfilled this word? With the key of David, the door he opened, did man shut it? Could Satan shut it? Lift up your voice and begin to thank God. The God of open doors who opened doors for Christ with Tabernacle. He gave us this promise at the beginning of the year. We did not know what lies before us in the year. But this word has been proved among us. It has been proved right among us. He, God, the Lord God went ahead of us. With the key of David, he opened the double doors. He broke down the gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. He granted us favor that we do not merit. He granted us strength and power that we do not expect. He opened the double doors. And no one can shut it, regardless of how angry the devil was. He's not able to shut it. He poured out the spirit upon us. Several times over. Gifts lavished over us. Prophetic come flowing like river in the midst of us. It, our operation to the spiritual realm is just one click. We are there and we are downloading from heaven. He opened doors of favor for us. He opened doors of mercy for us. He opened doors of miracles. He opened doors of healing. He opened doors of manifestation. He opened doors of promotion. He opened doors of increase. Why don't we praise his name? He opened our mouth and utterances was given. Utterances, utterances, utterances. He opened our mind and mysteries were revealed to us. We give you the praise and honor and glory, O God our King. We salute you, the champion of heaven, God of everything. We bless your holy name, O God. 
We give you praise, 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 we give you praise. Randomos Karabarande Sarabaratahiya. Blessed be your name, O King of Heaven. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name. Blessed be your name. Thank God for your life. Thank God for visions of the night by dreams. Thank God for open vision. Thank God for revelations. Now we exalt and magnify thee. Thank you for all that you have done. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with us given. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen right there. Lord, we bless your name for this hour. We thank you because you are the fulfiller, the revealer of dreams and the fulfiller of purpose. You said, Ron, tell that young man, Jerusalem would be a city without war. We thank you that you broke down every wall around our lives. You said, for the, because of the great number of men and livestock, we thank you for blessing us abundantly, increasing our number, every branch of CFT. We are not decreasing, we are on the increase. And you have blessed us financially beyond our wildest dream. Lord, you said that myself will be the world around you. We thank you because you are the world around us. Unless the Lord build the house, the labor in vain. We thank you because you are the watchman over our lives, our city, our family, our homes, our business, and our ventures. And we thank you, Father, because you are the glory within. You are the glory within. You are the glory within us. You are the glory within man. The glory on in every house on this platform. The glory in every heart in this platform. This platform. The glory on the, in the life of everyone on this platform. Masro bodonde, greedy barabosh Canada barande We bless your name if that be you have been for us, O God. sabroti. I speak to the life of everyone under my voice. May the Lord flood you with His spirit like flooding streams. Hey, God has spoken concerning this day. It is this month of remembrance. As we remember to testify to his name and thank him, the Lord will remember to open a book concerning you. A book of remembrance, a scroll of remembrance shall be brought before the Father concerning your life. If there be anything difficult, I command is by the grace of he who lives forever and ever. The ancient of days who are promised and cannot fail. Today, it is your turn. The Lord will bless you like the water cause of Megan. The Lord will lift up your hand above your head. The Lord will distinguish you among many with miraculous signs and wonders. As he promised in 34 chapter of Exodus verse 10, so your life shall be. It's Haramim 28 verse 7 shall be fulfilled over you. Your enemies will turn their back and run. Determine chapter 28, verse 12, shall be fulfilled over you. Heaven shall open over you within this week. Flood gates shall open over you. God will pour in upon all the works of your hand. Verse 13 of 28, chapter of Determine shall be made manifest. God will raise you from where you are and make you to the top. You will never be on top. You will never fall. 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 Man will not be able to fall you. Satan will not be able to fall you. The grace of God will exalt you. The grace of God will elevate you. The grace of God will empower and reach you in every way. You will succeed in everything that you endeavor. If you can think about it, good thing, it shall be done for you. And the Holy Spirit will put good thoughts in your mind. So shall it be for you forever and ever. Thank you, our God and King. 
because you have answered our prayer as we ask in Jesus' holy name. Amen. amen and amen and amen. Pastor Tayo, please, any announcements? Yes, thank you very much, Apostle. I'd like to remind everyone it's our midweek service, so we have an opportunity to give to the work of the Lord in Christ's faith tabernacle. The account details are just being projected. That's a source code 401505 and the account number 12575841. I've done that for the benefit of those on FCC who cannot see what's going on being displayed. Um, and whilst we're preparing for, to, to give um, in obedience to God's word, I'd like to remind us as well that if you're a UK taxpayer, we'd like to encourage you to please give us the um, opportunity and the, to, to collect the tax you would have paid on your giving, that's on your charitable giving. So please get in touch with the church office if you would like that to be the case. Meanwhile, I'd like to welcome anyone who's joined us for the very first time on any of the platforms. We trust you've been blessed and we look forward to welcoming you again um, during the course of the week or Better still, join us for our live worship on Sunday if you live in the greater London area. We've got a choice of two services for you. First, an earlier service takes place at 56 to 62 New Cross Road, London, SE 145 BD, and that's Bethesda Building. Service time, 800 hours, and um, intercessory prayers commence at 700 hours. If you're a slightly later riser, please join us at the Cathedral. 186 Parish Street, London, SE 186NL. And the service starts at 10 a.m., intercessory prayers at 9 a.m. Again, we look forward to welcoming you, especially in this run-up to Christmas, for indeed Jesus is the reason for the season. Um, I'd like to all remind all workers, please look out for the screening form, and please note on a weekly basis the screening form might change ever so slightly. Um, and um, please make sure you read it carefully and don't take it for granted that you've seen it before. Uh, the Lord bless you richly. I'd like to invite Apostle to bless our offering and to close us tonight, sir. Yes, please. Shall we just pray? Our God and King, we thank you for the privilege of giving and the honor of being blessed by you. So we bring this holy offering before you, our Holy Father. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are prayed. May the Lord answer you whenever you cry unto him. May the God of Jacob protect you. May the grace of heaven surround you. May the Lord send you help from his sanctuary. May the Lord grant you support from his Zion. May the name of our God, the God of Jacob, protect you. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord open floodgates for you and give you the desires of your heart in this week. May you have no carryover among what God ordained for you to the new year. Everything heaven has said concerning you. Everything heaven has prepared for you. I call them to manifestation in your life in this month of December. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up the banner in the name of our God. 
May the Lord grant you all the requests of your heart. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. May he visit you. May the God of better reveal himself to you as he revealed himself to Abraham and to Jacob at better. And yours will be delightful land in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. Can I just say to us that we should remember that tomorrow we are going back to 11 p.m. Our prayer tomorrow, tomorrow will be 11 p.m. London time. So remember, tell your friends, you know, after our, our prayers, every day, Apostle will be ministering to the people as the Lord will direct me because I see that having prayed, having been praising, sending praises to heaven, the Lord's hand is open to pour out, to pour out. And we are going to see many manifestations happening even in this very, very season. May the Lord strengthen and bless every one of us. So sir, tomorrow is 11 p.m. Pastor Tayenko. Yes, sir. Just wanted to apologize as well for a quick one missing. Um, Women of Rare Destiny, 7 p.m. tomorrow will be the Women of Rare Destiny meeting. Please make a note of that. Word meeting, 7 p.m. That's... Um, Nineteen hundred dollars GMT. Thank you very much, sir. And Pastor, I think also that we need to re- remind people that the the eleven this eleven p.m. tomorrow and Friday. Yes, sir. <laughs> and tomorrow is Thursday. Friday is the next tomorrow. Yes, it's eleven p.m. But remember also that when we pray on Fridays, we will pray into the first hour of Saturday, so that Saturday we do not have prayer in the evening. So keep that in your mind. Every Friday, we pray from Friday, last hour, into first hour of Saturday. And the first hour of Saturday will be our together prayer for Saturday. So that you can prepare for the service of Sunday. May the Lord richly bless you. Shall we lift up our hands together? And today we are going to read together the book of Hebrew 13, 20, uh, 20 and 21. Shall we? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Shall we now share the general grace to get, uh, uh, together? Second Corinthians 14, 12, and 13. Uh, shall we go together now? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and evermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. There shall be shouts of blessing. It will fall in your house.
shall be unto you according to your confession.